everybody. Blessings, everybody. My name is Dr. Ronelda Sapp, your life resource and coaching. And you are here with Jumpstart Your Life on Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join me here where we talk about relationships, men and women issues, parenting, finances, the word of God, and much more as it applies to our daily lives. Remember, relevance is key. You're going to join discussions here about equality, justice in the workplace, entrepreneurship, budgeting, investment. Make sure you meet me here. You can find me on Instagram, Dr. Bab You can find me on Facebook, Bab Renelda. You can even find me on LinkedIn, Renelda Bab. You can also email me, RenelDaBab at gmail.com. You can text me, 704-231-0852. The prayer of this Jumpstart Your Life segment is that God would lighten up your eyes so that you will know the purpose and the calling that he has on your life. So I'm going to do a part two. I'm so thankful for today. I'm so thankful uh, God is doing great things and uh, he is blessing all of us, and it's so great uh, to be here with you all. I have a couple of things that I wanted to share with you before I get into the segment of what we're going to be talking about. Uh, thank you for those of you that are listening online and those of you that joined in. I will be opening up the calls to hear from you uh, in about 10 minutes. Um, but I am just so at a thankful. I'm at a thankful place. I've been a part of a prayer group of ladies um, and a gentleman, and we have been praying every day uh, at 8 p.m. So that's been a, a blessing. I mean, where can you go wrong with prayer? So I'm just challenging anyone during this time of the pandemic, please do not get caught up in the news. There are so many things that's going on. One minute, they want you to get tested. One minute, the CDC, CDC is saying, don't get tested and all of this hoopla and chaos, but continue to pray, trust God, come in agreement with your brothers and sisters in Christ and watch him work. Watch him work through the worries. Watch him work through the pain. Watch him work for you and expect him to do it. Expect him to do it. Okay? Uh, just really quickly on the finance segment, anybody uh, that is trying to get a home, savings, fix up your credit. Remember, take action. It's never too late to do those things. Uh, I just recently want, I wanted to share this trick with you all. Pay attention not to when your bills are due, but if you have a credit card or a, uh, uh, one of your billing statements, check the date on the billing statement because you want to make sure you make sure your balance is cleared out by the billing Statement. Whenever they issue the statement, you want to make sure by the next month that you clear, you make your balance to zero. Because after that statement date, about seven to eight days is going to be reported to the credit bureau. So it's not so much of your date, the due date. Of course, you don't want to pass the due date when paying your bills because if you pass it, then it's considered late. And then a late reporting will definitely have a a negative impact on your credit score. But pay attention to the billing cycle, that date that it comes to you. Then you want to make sure you make sure that bill is paid before that date. So now, seven days after that, the credit bureaus will see that you have a zero balance. It doesn't matter if you run up the card again, right? But you want it to report positively because in life and what you want to get, business credit, your home, a car, refinance, anything happens, you know, I need to get my roof repaired. So that's, you know, you may not have a stack in the bank. So that is a very important key to pay attention to uh, and making sure that you have excellent credit. 850 is at the top. You don't want to go crazy and close cards either because you have some cards that work for your benefit. There's some cards that you may have that, uh, you may have for 20 years, and that you don't want to lose those cards. So don't go crazy and close the card. If you're not using it anymore, that's fine. You can cut them up. 
but don't go crazy and close cards because that can have a negative impact on your score. So I wanted to give a little uh, finance uh, finance segment for anybody that's listening, and the recordings will be available on Tumblr. I'll put it also, um, send it out on Facebook as well. But remember, this is Dr. Ronaldo Babb with Jumpstart Your Life. Meet me here on Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can always call in 646-668-8217, So last week, we got into toxic, when it is time to let go. That was part one series. So I just wanted to give you the eight things most toxic people in your life have have in common so sometimes you know we there are toxic people but then sometimes our own behavior can be toxic so we have to look at ourselves in the mirror we constantly have to put ourselves you know under the blood and, and ask the lord to sit on us and, and make sure that we are okay um so sometimes toxic people can be manipulative they could be judgmental. They take no responsibility for their own feelings or yours. They don't apologize. They are inconsistent. They make you prove yourself to them. They make you defend yourself. They are not caring, supportive, or interested in what's important to you. And last week's segment, if you listen, we talked about how to let go. So it doesn't matter. We have toxic people in our family. And just because that that person is blood, that doesn't mean we hold dear to them and hold tight just because of their, their blood. You love them, but you can, there's a cutting off point to say, well, no, that's enough. I'm not going through that with you. And that's okay. Uh, sometimes you have to make sure those conversations are cut short. And that is totally fine. Do not feel bad that you have to cut those conversations short because, hey, they are a damper to your spirit. Uh, Sometimes toxic people, they're never going to apologize. So you have to forgive. So today's segment, we're going to be talking about forgiveness and what it does for you and why it's important for each and every one of us to forgive. So we're going to be touching on forgiveness, scriptures of forgiveness and what it's doing for us. And I'll be opening, opening the line in about two more minutes. Uh, to hear what you have to say about forgiveness. So what does forgiveness do to you and why is forgiveness so important? Well, remember, forgiveness is to clear your conscience. And you didn't forget, but forgiveness, sometimes we have to constantly say, okay, God, I forgive them, I forgive myself, and I want to move on because certain things we do, we want God to forgive us. And when we ask God to forgive us, he does it. So why we can't forgive our brother and sister? Sometimes we can't even forgive ourselves for the things that we do. We're not perfect. But it's get up and keep it moving and get your life on track. One day at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time. So someone may never apologize to you, and they might have wronged you and, and, and hurt you really bad. But, you know, forgiveness is not on condition, well, I'm going to forgive you if you apologize. You may never get an apology. But what forgiveness does is open up the gateway so God can bless you. And God can heal you. Because sometimes, and we are all experience this, we might be the one that's so angry that this person wronged us. You're so angry. You're furious. And this person has moved on with their life. They have, it looks like they won the whole lottery. They have moved on, they're smiling, they're happy, and they're here. You're sitting getting gray hairs and have bags under your eyes, and now it's health because unforgiveness puts issues in your body. It paints your brain, and that person has moved on. It appears as that where you forgive and give it to God, and when those feelings come up, you got to give it to God. Because sometimes the enemy likes to dangle those situations in front of your face. Like, remember, how are you going to smile to her? How are you going to smile to him? And he just slapped you or, you know, or they just talked about you. They wronged you. That happens all the time. And you have to say, okay, hold on. That happened, but guess what? I bless them in Jesus' name. I forgive them and I move on. We may not be the best of friends anymore, 
All you may do is get a thumbs up or away from me. I, I did not forget, so I'm going to hold my peace, but we are not going to be buddy-buddy anymore, and that's fine. But forgiveness is the gateway to your blessing, all right? So uh, one thing is forgiveness is a way of showing love. That's the most important thing we can give to our friends, your family, your neighbors, and even strangers, right? So here are some Bible verses that I want to share, and then I want to open up the line for anybody to share about what they, what are their perspectives on forgiveness. So here is Ephesians 4, verse 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Here's Matthew 6:14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, the Heavenly Father will also forgive you. Here's Colossians 3:13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Luke 637, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. So each of these is telling us you want God to forgive you, you have to forgive. And then that puts you in a place where you can be blessed spiritually, mentally, physically, you know, emotionally. God can bless you. You know, I just went through something recently where I was in unforgiveness mode. I haven't heard from a certain person, and I just was kind of upset about the whole situation. Well, I thought I was okay about it until a sister in Christ of mine mentioned. She said, hey, still send the pictures out. So I sent the pictures of a celebration, and the person was so receiving of it. They were so um, welcoming of it, and then they wanted to call several days, you know, and I'm like, wow. That took a a bit. I had to be the bigger person to do that. But forgiveness brings blessings. So on that note, I'm going to open up the air. Thank you for joining me today. The air, your mic is on. Your mic is on. I hope everyone is well. Would anybody like to share on forgiveness? Your mic is on. Can everybody hear me? All right. Hello All right Well that's all right The mic is open So if anybody wants to share about forgiveness You are The mic is open You can talk Hello Hi Can you hear us? Yes I can Hello Hi Hello Hi Can you hear me? Yes We can hear you Okay I thank God for your podcast and many blessings to you. Um, thank you. You know, we work together in a, in a setting, and sometimes we had, even though we were treated really wrong because we were praying uh, and things happened to each one of us in the prayer group um, at the yes. at the workplace, and we yes. had to had to come to a p- agreement that. I was going to, you know, let that go, and, and no matter how bad she hurt us and and did all those things to us, that was a part that I had to let go and move on, and God opened up a better door for me, and I thank God Amen. for the laying that down and saying, okay, it's time to move on. But I think forgiveness, and forgiveness, if you don't forgive, it's going to turn into bitterness, and bitterness will kill you. That's true. That is so true. So I will end with that. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. And I think that's Auntie Miller. Thank you, Auntie Miller, for joining in. And, yes, that is so true. So forgiveness, it it takes place in your workplace uh, with your boss. Uh, Forgiveness is with your own children and your relationships. I mean, right, you know, right. even even strangers. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you you're quite all right. Yeah. 
Is this the Paul Sunday or the church Sunday? Okay. Anybody else would like to speak on forgiveness? All right. We we couldn't hear you for a while. For a while you went away. Uh oh. Can you hear me now? Yes, now we can. At first you went away for a while. Okay, thank you. I don't know what happened. Um, I was trying to, I hear some talking. I was trying to mute the line. I probably muted myself. Um, can can y'all still hear me? Hello? Okay, praise God. So I was saying, um, when Auntie Miller got on, she mentioned that, you know, I don't, I'm going to start over. Uh, it's important that we forgive in our workplace. It could be your boss. It could be your children. It could be your spouse. It could even be when we're driving day to day and somebody turns in front of your car or abruptly stops and we get so angry, you know, and we might get into the little road rage and we're upset at the person. But that is a time to say, okay, God, let me check myself, you know, after it's all said and done, Lord, let me forgive that person. Forgive me, God, so I can move on because bitterness, Unforgiveness does turn into bitterness And then we're wondering why Our prayers is not being answered But we have unforgiveness in our hearts And no one is perfect I I mean sometimes I lay down and I get back up I'm like God forgive me Forgive me because you know Your thoughts sometimes are crazy You know we think of crazy things Sometimes we're sinning We don't even know that we are So we give those things to God It has to be so conscious You know God so that nothing is in the way of your blessings. Like whatever, I do believe that whatever God has for you, whatever God has for us, we have it, right? But I also mm-hmm. know forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very toxic. That's why I wanted to do a part two with toxic because there are so many people that are so toxic. They might be blood. They might be family members. They may be coworkers that you have to work with every day. And that's part of life. Everything is not going to flow perfectly. But we, as children of God, as king and queen, we need to know how to conduct ourselves. We need to be set apart. People need to see, without you ever saying Jesus or God, people should see a difference in your behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, fight on. Mm-hmm. People should see you and, and know, oh, that okay, that's, they're different. Just walking past. Um, so forgiveness, forgiveness is a big thing, and I wanted to share that. And I'm opening the uh, the lines are open, so feel free if you would like to say anything. I'll, I'll shut my mouth so you all can speak <laughs> about forgiveness. Anybody else? Any testimonies? Any anything about forgiveness? We want to hear from you. Uh, yes, this is Mary. How are you doing tonight? Hello, Sister Barry. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Yes, ma'am. Um, I had read um, in a book by uh, Dennis and Jennifer Clark, and they were saying how forgiveness is a God tool mm. that takes us out of the enemy territory and mm. puts us into God's territory. And they used the scripture of Colossians 1 and 13, and he said, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and made us into the kingdom of his dear son. And so they said when we have those negative emotions, it gives the enemy legal ground to harass us. When we forgive, it washes out toxic emotions and replaces them with the supernatural peace. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's deep. Yes, it is. Takes you out. Forgiveness, I wrote down Colossians 1.13. But remember, forgiveness takes us out the enemy territory. Thank you. And puts us in God's territory. God's territory. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm right. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else want to share forgiveness? Anybody has any testimonies about what you experienced for, with forgiveness? 
We want to hear. You know, um, oh, okay. Go ahead. Oh, you know, um, Dr. Babb, this is the elder from Philadelphia. How and you doing, the, elder? Uh, I'm doing great. Fantastic. You know, awesome. uh, one thing about a testimony about in, uh, the forgiveness, um, and this was something that I didn't know what it what it was going to turn out to be while, while, what I was experiencing. So this was something that I was dealing with. But this happened a, a while back, and when I was going through the situation, when I guess my transformation, and I didn't understand it then, but now I understand it now in the end. And the forgiveness came um, at the earlier part of my life. I uh, was dealing with uh, ailments and sicknesses. Uh, I lost a loved one. Um, my uh, former wife passed away. She died of, of cancer, and I was dealing with that, and um, I had ailments in my body also, and uh, I was dealing with a family member, and um, I was in need of medication, and mm-hmm. the medications that I needed was pertinent to my health or survival of me living, and I was crying out, and I was like, because at that time I didn't have medical coverage. At that time, I was struggling to try to get medical coverage, and I had this insurance that it wasn't really insurance, but it was just enough for me to get a prescription, but I had to pay cash to get my mm-hmm. medications that I needed. So I cried out to uh, someone in my family. I ain't going to get specific. But then um, I said, listen, I'm in the need of help. If I don't get these medications, you know, I could die. And I had the family member come to me and sell, tell me, you know what, goodbye mm. in so many words. So I said, at that point, in that moment, it really hurt me. It hurt me really bad because this was a close mm-hmm. family member. But the end result of it was, it was all a test of my faith because what happened was it made me get down on my knees. It made me pray more. It made me say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to, you got to open a way. You got to make a way for me. And then the end result was I, I wound up getting full medical benefits. I wound up getting financial st- stability, and it all worked out, but I had to be patient. But the end result is how God works. The same person that told me no and said goodbye, and they and I knew at that time they had financial, um, they were able to financially help me, but I said just anything. But they went through in the end, and then they lost practically everything they had. They had mm. to call me and say that they needed help. Now, you know, if I was if I would allow that to to still be in my heart, if I didn't give have forgiveness, when the time came, I went to Western Union, I sent them what they needed. I sent them something twice to help them. That was just I think a test that God was just showing me where my heart was at. If I was gonna be caught up into that. So a lot of times be careful. When you're dealing with forgiveness, forgive because it may come back on you and how you do certain stuff. So, you know, I wasn't going to allow the dance what happened to me, even though I was denied and turned down and it hurt me. But when the time came, when it when it was returned back to them, that, that just showed me the godliness and the Holy Spirit in me that I would say, you know, even regardless of what happened, I'm going to still help you. Because I still love you, because it's not about that, and that's what. Um, that was a it was a good moment. It just showed me where yeah. I was at in God. Do you think? Do you think God showed favor? I believe God showed you favor, because if if your forgiveness, uh, when you do this forgiveness thing, God is showing you favor. Mm-hmm. Um, because he he just will do that. That's just how he works. Because if you keep all of that bitterness in your heart, like Mary said, forgiveness does the enemy gets out of the enemy's territory. And that's I never heard that before. So forgiveness. Um. That's what I that's what I got out of it because I, I never heard it before. And I just enjoy that because forgiveness is is like a sickness. Bitterness is a sickness. It's a sickness. It's like poison. Um, I remember oh, yes. listening to a lady named uh, Evangelist Bishop, 
and she talked about bitterness a long time ago, and it was um, it was she came on right after Joyce Myers that morning. Joyce Myers talked about forgiveness, and then this Darlene Bishop, that's her name, Darlene Bishop had a, a tape. It was on it was on a cassette tape, and I remember listening to that, and she said bitterness is a disease. And it's, uh-huh. it's something that will kill you. It makes your blood pressure go up. It makes you have all these other ailments that you can have. And then, but once you start forgiving people and forgiving the situation and and asking God, because the other person may not forgive you. You know what I'm saying? The other uh-huh. person may not uh-huh. want to forgive you or are going to uh-huh. hold that grudge. So you have to uh-huh. put it in your mind that you're going to say, uh, I want to live, <laughs> and I want to live my best years, and just forgive. And I'm glad that he helped. I'm glad the young man helped the person out because you don't know where that would have made you go back mm. into the same situation again because you didn't forgive. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. And um, I have the Bible app on my phone, so around this time, it always sends me a scripture, so I want to share that with you all. It's Romans 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So this is, I mean, and I believe, you know, yes, it's God's word, but there's also principles, too. You know, those who wrong you, you have to release them. You have to release them. And I'm just loving the testimonies that are coming out here, the testimonies how. And even if we all sit back and reflect, God has looked out for us. (laughs) Sometimes Uh when we didn't even deserve it, God has looked out for Uh you. Sometimes when you never thought like he was going to do it, whatever it was, Uh do it for you, he did it. Uh, sometimes uh-huh. I just sit back, you know, whenever I feel like, oh, you know, my life is not, I'm not at this place right now. I'm not at that place right now. If I just think back of where God has brought me from, he's been there. I know in our uh-huh. prayer, um, our dynamic woman's prayer line, you know, someone was saying, I think it was yesterday, or it was he's like, God, God, God has it. God got you. God got you. And I mean, uh-huh. I've been hearing God got me. That was like consistently in 2019 to now. So sometimes you have to let you, yourself know that God has you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what, you know, thorns are thrown to you or what daggers are, are, you know, getting at you or whatever tricks and schemes the enemy has or whatever pits, pits is there. Remember, God has you. Yeah, you might fall mm-hmm. in, but get back out. Forgive and keep it moving. And, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about um, Dr. Babb, remember when we were praying in my little cubbyhole office and we had to keep moving from one little place to the other and the principal was like on you, you know, wouldn't give you a good recommendation to, Jesus. you know, but you mm-hmm. made it through, you made it through and got your doctrines and, Thank and, you. and got all That's these other you. things you got done. But if you had held that grudge against her, I don't yes. think that that would have came to pass as quickly as it came. And then as quickly as it came, we all was gone. We all was gone. The right. you know, over that school was gone because we were praying. And we were having to move from one little room to another room, to Miss Jones' room, you know, to Miss Taylor's room. So we were moving, trying to pray for the, the covering of the school. But all of a true. sudden, God took us all out. That is and so then he true. And then things started happening at the school that we would have never, ever thought that would have been happening because we were praying and the way she would treat you and, you know, just not give you recommendations. You were getting your doctor's degree and just moving up in the world and being a single mom. I thought of you as an inspiration. I said, if she Thank can you. do this as a single mom, it, it it can be done. But we did not work in forgiveness. And every day we prayed for that principle. Every yes. day we call her name. 
and we were like, oh, gosh, why is she doing this to us, you know? But amen. we're all in better places now. Amen, amen, amen. And, and you know, um, you know, that's encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, anybody who's working uh, and, you know, there's other, you know, even if you have to join a prayer line before work or you have other believers to join in prayer with you, you know, be diligent in that because God sees that, God honors that. Praying for our leaders, you know, our president, our world, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, you know, your boss mm-hmm. on your job, praying for your spouse, for your children. We got to constantly be in prayer for them no matter how they're acting uh, because and be mm. forgiving and be forgiving yeah. because that's the only way um, that God will bless you. And I'm, and I'm thankful because yes, I've been through a lot, you know, a lot than what I say, but I'm thankful that none of those people that wrong me, I have them in my heart. Um, right. what, I learned, what I learned to do was be an advocate for myself. So in the workplace where I experienced, because that was just one school, but I, I experienced other crap with principals and other schools, and I was able to express how I felt in, uh, in decency and in order um, and told mm-hmm. them how I felt and what it was, and it, they looked at me totally different because it's – I don't know. Sometimes some people think because you are uh, black or because you are a black woman, because you are a single mom or whatever it is, I don't know, whatever they think, um, that you cannot articulate yourself and that you cannot speak mm-hmm. and express how you feel. Mm-hmm. And each of them, it just builds me to be stronger that I was able to articulate myself and say how I feel and explain X, Y, Z that they felt stupid in the end. And I, and even though they mm-hmm. felt stupid, I knew that they felt stupid, but I still didn't feel boastful or proud. And I just said, glory to God. Because it's, mm-hmm. not, it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. not me. He definitely built me for that. I had to go through some things. So I just wanted to uh, encourage anybody, if you're going through, um, God has you going through for a reason, and that is to be victorious. Mm -hmm. But you also have to forgive. You have to Mm -hmm. forgive. Anybody else, Mm -hmm. all forgiveness. Anybody else would like to speak, all forgiveness. I, I would like to say that on the program just before you, that's basically what we were talking about. And when we looked at Gingin and what Scott said was his, not revenge. And we were talking about what is happening Amen. now. We got policemen who we pay mm. to protect us and serve us for killing us. Yeah, we got black in the community killing each other. Mm. Then the question, how do we pray? Both of them are under the influence of a demonic spirit. Mm -hmm. We can't just look at things through our natural eyes and see and respond. But when we realize that we are not dealing with flesh and blood, that person, those individuals need to be Relieve of those spirits, and we need to be praying that God's will be done in their lives and bind up those spirits that are controlling them. And for the leaders, we don't need to look at Donald Trump, the individual, because he's, he's about nothing. We are looking at the spirits. Those are spirits that's yeah. causing him to do what he does. And Satan, so long as he got us looking at things through the natural eyes, nothing is going to change. Mm. And and this forgiveness, yeah, we for, and we sort of concluded. One of the conclusions was that we who are here in America, who people of color, who we've given our lives for this country, and they still hate us. God is using us. Because it's like the march in Washington right now, that group that's there. They're not violent. They're showing love. But yet, people respond to us with violence. And we have to sit and understand that God's got our back and that God's got us here 
in the hope that those who are looking at us and doing things to us, that they will return from their wicked ways and salvation will be theirs. And I'm excited about what I what I heard thus far. Forgiveness is the key because I went through that. Yeah. I hated one young man so bad I would sit down waiting for him to come across our property with a twenty two rifle. Mm. Now that was hate. Now what if that hatred would have caused me to kill him? I would have been locked up forever. <laughs> but forgiveness, we have to forgive. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop Armstrong. We appreciate you. And then, and think about it. What's mm-hmm. going on in our world? The killing. There are people literally. Mm-hmm. There were situations where a, a, a father and a daughter got killed by a man or something because it was a fender bender. There's a little boy who was killed by a man because of something. Or he was on his lawn. So um, thank you, for Bishop, for sharing that because that's, people get so angry it turns into hate. And it just takes one mm-hmm. quick decision. Mm-hmm. That you get so upset and so irate that you just cross the other line. You know, and we're not better than anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we thank God for the grace on our lives and what, you know, whatever God did to say, okay, well, all right, I have my gun ready and I didn't see the man. Well, I was ready to fight. And that person never walked past. We thank God. But we have people that's dealing with unforgiveness every day. Hatred, anger, mm-hmm. every day. Amen. Anybody else? I have a question. Do we forget the 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 infraction that was made upon us in our forgiveness, or can we forgive and not forget? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that open so anybody want to say something first. <laughs> I think you can forget about it because I think, and then you, then there, but then you, you think it's not always constant in your mind because you can ask God to clear that out of your mind that when you see that person that you don't have the, the, the feelings, the feeling that comes up. I think you can forgive and forget, but then I think you can forgive and remember to say, okay, you did do that to me, so I know to beware of your of your of your behavior because you haven't changed yet. I don't know. I could be wrong, but for me personally, I can forgive and not worry about you no more and not even you know, I can still come around you and you know, because 'cause I've seen our principal in the past and you know, I've said, "Hey, how you doing?" And I've <laughs> sat down in her office because I actually had to go back to that school to take care of something for a student that was at my school. So mm. that went that went from eighth grade, from eighth grade to ninth grade. And that child was at my school. I had to go sit down with that principal and say, "Hey, you know, this is what we're gonna do with for this child." Yada yada yada. But you know, even though she did me dirty, I didn't. I didn't have any. I sat in there and talked to her, and didn't have any problems with her. But I think you can forgive and forget, but then you can forgive and remember, but not harbor it in your heart. I think you can do that. For me, that is, I can do that. I can do it. I don't know about nobody else. Anyone this else? Is Lou. What I was on. Yeah. This yeah. is. I'm sorry. This Go is ahead. Lou. Go ahead. Good Hello, evening. Lou. Um, again, hi, I would like to share, I'd like to elaborate on the, the man's question earlier. And I can honestly say from my from self-experience, as you forgive that person in your heart, mm-hmm. but once you and that person ever have a conversation and y'all forgive each other or they admit, you know, ask you for forgiveness, it's easier to forget it. Because now y'all are squash what he or she has done to you. Mm-hmm. Now, in a sense of with my situation, I have a loved one who has been two years. I've told him face-to-face in these two years, at the end of the day, I still love you. You're still my brother, but you're not going to disrespect me. And and I say it like that, and I still love him to this day. And when I consider yeah. things, and even in my prayer, I 
includes him in my prayer. And I've told him, I include you in my prayer. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm like Steve Harvey. God ain't through with me yet, so don't trip. Amen. I'm just trying to say, he's still working on me now in some areas. Because I'm not going to say, oh, I just totally forget how you act up on me. Because I'll be lying if I tell y'all that. It's the process. So I think we Mm -hmm. handle it depending on the situation totally different. Yeah. You know, and they that, always say you can forgive and within your heart, but you won't forget how somebody treats you. Maya Angelos also said that in her quote. You never forget right. how somebody made you feel. That's true. That's what I like to right. say. Thank you. Anybody yeah. I know yep. somebody else right. saying something about that? Yes. I wanted to um talk about forgiveness and then like uh Sister Lou said, it has to come from my heart. But it has to include our mind, our will, and our emotions. Because, you know, anytime something uh, comes against us, we it's an emotion attached with it. And mm-hmm. what I was going to say earlier, way back when I was young, I always remembered what the police done with black people in our neighborhood. Mm. So I never could stand policemen. And it had gotten to, now this is how serious it was. Like uh, Sister Pam was saying earlier, it can turn into bitterness. And I got to the place where I couldn't even stand to even look at them. And I told, and, and then it turns from policemen into white people. So all this was embedded in me. And so I told this preacher right before I got saved, I said, if I have to like white people, I'll just go to hell. Now, that's business. (laughs) But it takes God to turn it around. And God has turned it around. And what the enemy does, he tries to... He tries to bring those emotions back to us so that we can think that we're not. But I refuse with all that's going on. And sometimes I have to get away from the news. I do not watch movies like Root and all of that because I know how I felt. Before you see what I'm saying? And see, mm-hmm. we can bring stuff in and make stuff come back up out, but we got to detach ourselves from that stuff. There you go from getting out of the enemy's territory into God's territory. So if I if I refuse to have hatred and bitterness in my heart, even though, like uh, Pam said, we still have to pray for them, we still have to love them. And I have to remind myself of that every day. And I don't care what they do. They can call me the N-word as many times as they want to. But I know in my heart, and God told me this years ago, because I was crying about somebody was saying stuff about me and everything, and the Lord spoke plain to me. And he asked me what they are saying. Is it in my word? And I said, no, Lord. I dried my tears up. So they can call me that name. That's not who I am. That's not who God says I am. So we have to really get the love of God in our heart, even in this day and time. And even though they keep doing it, we still got to keep forgiving them because we got to remember if we don't forgive, then God don't forgive us. And then that stuff starts going back in our subconscious. And before you know it, we're not dealing with it, and then it's going to blow up, and that's the reason so many people hating and killing and going on because it's embedded in them. Wow. Do you think it's because of the area that you are in? Because you live in a predominantly white area, and I'm from the same city, but I'm here in another city now. But do you think it's because of this? The area is predominantly white. Oh uh, no, uh, uh-uh. no, because 
matter of fact, just about all, it's a lot of whites that moved in this neighborhood. And it was just like the young man next door. He was smoking reefer, and it was coming through my window. And I went mm-hmm. over there, and I told him, I said, uh, if you're going to have company, then you need to put him in your house. And uh-huh. uh, then he was trying to tell me what to do on my territory about something. I said, look, y'all not coming over here. This is mine. I said, uh-huh. what, what we're doing is legal. What you're doing is illegal. And so <laughs> we can still stand our ground and not hate them, but we have to stand with our hatred and bitterness in our eyes because like the uh, uh, position was saying earlier, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. And when we right. fight against flesh and blood, it wears you out. I'm telling you, it wears you out. So if we fight with the armor that God has given us, we got to love them regardless. And, and you know it's not easy. You know it's not easy. But in order for us to stay with God and on his territory, because you know it goes back to those negative emotions, giving the enemy legal ground to harass us. And once we shut that door, he can't come and do what he has been doing all the time. So we have to get in that position to pray for him. I'm just a believer that God's word is true. And if God told us to pray and turn from our wicked ways, then he going to heal the land. But we all got to get together and don't keep losing focus on everything that's going around. That's so that's so awesome. That's so and, I, and I'm glad you all mentioned that because Ephesians six twelve takes us to that. And it's the NIV for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. So. Sometimes we get caught up in the person. Doesn't matter if the person's white, black, whatever. Right. Necessity they are, and they wronged us. We have to forgive because sometimes it's not even yes. the person. It's whatever spirit that's behind them. Yeah. You know, yes. it's a different faith, but the same spirit. It could just be that mm-hmm. negative spirit, that negative energy that keeps attacking you. Whatever that lesson God wants you to learn, or you need to cast it down. And forget. So it takes it deeper. It's not even just the person. Now, for me answering that question, I believe you can forgive, but also I don't know about the forgetting because I'm going to remember. If you slap me, I'm going to remember that you slap me. But here's how I know if I forgave. I know if I forgave every time I see your face, am I going to be boiled up like, man, I need to just punch you right now. You know, I don't know if my mind is going to race like that. Or if I see you, I can smile and walk in peace. I can look at mm-hmm. you and smile and keep it going. That's how I know that I forgave you totally. Because if the feelings rise up, then I know, okay, God, I need your blood. I need your covering because I don't forget that person. That's right. So I, don't, right. I would not say to forget. Remember how that person treated you. Uh, you know, some mm-hmm. people, they don't change. You know, unfortunately, some mm-hmm. people don't change. And you can't change them. And they may never apologize to you. Just like that principal, no matter how many times she did negative reports and went behind people's backs, if you went to the office, she would talk to you regular like she didn't do anything wrong. Right. So it was like, okay, I bless you in Jesus' name. I'm out of here. Because God did that movement so fast. I had got a promotion, and it was under her nose. So, right. God will work it out, but you have to walk in unforgiveness, and you have to believe that he'll do it mm-hmm. for you. And sometimes it's hard, Dr. Babs, and sometimes it's hard. I work with a lot of women with domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is very hard for them. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. very, very hard for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't have Christ in their life, they don't forgive. Mm-hmm. They, hold that, they hold that, and sometimes it's hard for them to move past all the, the hurt that they went through. So mm-hmm. it's just hard for them. So sometimes I try to introduce Christ to them. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. But I try right. to introduce mm-hmm. that. If you give your life to Christ, I guarantee you things will work out so yes. much better. 
and things would just go so much smoother. And they, some other people will do it, and some people will work with uh, a counselor because I have to introduce them to uh, either a life coach or they have to get counseling, and then the kids have to get counseling. So one of the things that the counseling counseling sessions are telling these women now that you've got to forgive yourself from what yeah. that person did to you, and then uh-huh. you, if you want to go to that person, but we don't encourage them to go to the person to say, will you forgive me or, or tell me you're sorry. Uh-huh. So we don't encourage that. Uh-huh. We just tell them to forgive themselves, do self-care, I don't care yeah. if it's taking a bath every night and with some bubble bath. Come on. Do self-care, and that that start relieving some of that um, bitterness and hatred and, and not thinking they hate me and hate all the men in the world. So mm-hmm. it's, that's, I mean, forgiveness can run into different types of ways, especially mm-hmm. it's hard for women that are in domestic violence or even men that are in domestic violence. And the women that I work with, they that is the hardest thing for them to do is to forgive themselves. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Amen. You know, you, you know one of the one of the hardest things to do, in as far as forgiveness, because you have to realize this too, when you're dealing with forgiveness and you're dealing with the bitterness and the hatred, sometimes you got to understand hatred is a learned behavior. Because sometimes mm-hmm. that's not in a person that's something that's passed on or someone teaches that person, well, right. I don't like something because of that, because someone's showing you that. But if you mm-hmm. never knew this person, you're not reacting from that person as a total stranger, and you come with these feelings, a lot of times it's from outside forces, something we see on mm-hmm. television, something on the radio, something we hear from right. another person, we formulate right. Opinion, or we formulate these things in our mind and in our heart, and this causes a hatred. And it's not actually ourselves; it's something that's learned, or someone tries to pass on to us into our spirit. And we have to be careful that we need to separate two things: of what's righteous and what's not. And if that's uh-huh. hey, well, why I feel this way about this person or or uh-huh. this act based on their race, religion, or gender, or whatever. This is this is uh, things that people put into our spirit and put into the atmosphere to formulate an opinion in our minds instead of us formulating our own opinion based upon that person. And that's what we need to separate. And when we deal with a person and forgiveness, now forgiveness got a, a part where you can forgive them, but you don't forget. But you, some, some people or some individuals, you got to deal with a long-handled spoon where, yeah, like, hey, yeah. well, I know. <laughs> Not that you, you uh-huh. forgive them in love. Hey, but you got to have wisdom, and you have to yeah. use the Holy Spirit to, so that you don't fall back into that same entrapment or hurt. It's called righteous indignation. Uh-huh. It's called what? Righteous indignation. Okay. Righteous indignation. Indignation. I mean, you have a you have a right, as we we said before, to be an advocate for yourself. So you don't walk into that same stuff again. Yeah, we can forgive uh-huh. them. Like, you know what? Give you. But you cannot allow uh-huh. yourself. And it was also mentioned about self-care. That's part uh-huh. of self-care is to not to that same hole again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so, yeah, and we, 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 love, we can love the Lord and we can with the Holy Spirit. But we can also not allow ourselves to walk in those holes again where we know mm-hmm. it's not good for us. Mm-hmm. Now, now, that is true. And what has happened to us as a people is what I call plantation theology. And yes, yeah, yeah. it was learned, it was taught to us false teaching from the pulpit, telling us we just love them and you turn the other cheek. And right. You got to look at what the end result of that. Who benefits from that? Do you benefit from it? And if you don't, then you need to go to God and get a clear understanding of what He's saying. And my my testimony about that: I hated police, hated them, hated them. I would park my car Mm -hmm. in the streets in Washington D.C. and go and do what double park. I just hated. (laughs) And guess what? For 20 years, I've been a police chaplain. 
Jesus. And I always say they could have shot him in the leg. They could have did this. No, mm-hmm. they couldn't. Right. You go through, you go to the shooting range, and they use that assimilator. And if you do it yourself, you kill everything that moves. That's what God did to me. And I was able to sit with police officers who had fired their weapon, who had taken a lot. There was one that I sat with, though, I believe that he did it on purpose. That was a conscious Mm -hmm. decision. But I wasn't the judge and jury. That wasn't why God put me there. I did what the Holy Spirit directed me to do was to help him to process it. Now, if he he did not show any remorse, and he's not the only one. There was people that showed remorse for what they had done. That's right. But I was able to sit with them, and not that love that I was taught, that we you just love them, but no, because of the love that was in my heart for God, and I understood that God called me to be where I was at that particular time, and I was able to sit with them and be objective and and look at them from the spiritual realm as well as the act that they had committed. So, yeah, we forgive and we forget, but we also forgive, and it depends on the situation, you don't put yourself or allow yourself to be put in that situation again. Right. That's right. Amen. 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 Uh-huh. And and it's also recognizing who we are. If we're kings and queens, you know, even if a man, woman going through um, domestic violence, sometimes we make the excuses to say they're okay, um, we have children or we are married. But if it's an abusive relationship and this person is not treating you the way you're supposed to be treating treating you, uh, messing with you emotionally, physically, mentally, then that is toxic. You have to let that situation go, you know, to get yeah. to get healing, to take take care of yourself, to make sure your children and you are safe. Nobody's telling you to stay mm-hmm. in that because that's a trap. Mm-hmm. Stay in there, and somebody, and you don't, and you know, someone is not treating you the way you're worth. So don't get mm-hmm. caught up on um, because oh, you know, I'm married or I have a child or we have kids and we need to stay together because that's detrimental to you and your children. They're going to be raised mm-hmm. in this nonsense. So self-worth, we have to know who we are, know who we are in Christ, know who, how powerful we are, and not open it. And demand, for, you know, we deserve the respect. That's man or woman, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, forgiveness is key, and that is the prayer. I'm so thankful that you all joined me. Remember, I'm here for Jumpstart Your Life on Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can catch me here where we talk about these relevant life discussions and forgiveness is one. Um, and before we end out, would anybody like to lead us out in prayer? Anybody would like to lead us out in prayer? Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Father, thank you for allowing us to gather one more time in your name. We ask that you touch each and every family, every listener today. Tear down these boundaries of its wickedness and its evil. Give us the wisdom and understanding of your love, of your kingdom, of reestablishing your kingdom here on earth, and the love of your son, the Christ. We ask you, Lord God, to send your angels to watch over each and every person, to bless them with healing, to bless them with peace in their life, Lord. To tear down any barrier or anything that's hindering them from having a relationship closer to you. For to bring us collective together in unity in one in one spirit that we pray for the healing of this nation. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Love you all. I appreciate each and every one of you for calling in. Please spread the word. You can always text me seven zero four two three one zero eight five two seven zero four two three one zero eight five two if you would like to hear about any other topics, but. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if all minds are clear, you all have a blessed and safe and peaceful weekend.
Bye-bye. 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 B